0: I'm I'm Paul Campanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Kirk, we're back! We're done! We're here! We took a week off. Yes,
1: well deserved.
0: Year. This is the first week I had since 2017 where I didn't have to think about editing and yeah. uploading an episode. You were in Cleveland for the holidays. Yep, yeah, recharging
1: the batteries. Yeah, I
0: stayed here in LA and yeah. uh, I could have done an episode without you, but I did that once and it didn't feel good. Oh, good. It was a good episode, but it didn't feel good. Didn't feel, didn't feel, didn't have that vibe because there's no one to vibe with. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh so I gave myself the break. There you go. Well deserved. So I hope nobody was too angry or disappointed. I doubt that they were. Dab- but now we're back and everyone should be excited. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it will boost downloads. Like we took something away and people realized how much <laughs> they missed Music Rayman yes. when I wasn't there. That's exactly what's going to happen. Now they're desperate for they need it. the 2020 episode. You can't get enough of Paul Kirk. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? I this did. Beginning? What's up? While I was away, I listened to our last episode,
1: the 2019 uh, Our Favorite Music. Sure. And uh, the troubadour that you uh, put in, I forgot his name already. The guy who sounds like Chris Isaac.
0: Oh, uh, Orville Peck. Orville Peck. Yeah. Um,
1: better Than I Remember.
0: Oh, you liked it when you weren't watching the weird video. Yeah. When
1: I was listening to it, I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty good. Yeah. And I, I was a little short-sighted
0: when I first
1: uh, experienced it. And it's 2020. I'm trying to be open. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, try new things. Mm-hmm. Get out of my comfort zone. And I was like, you know what? Mostly because of his voice. I'm like, that's I, I shit on it a little too early. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to go get the song. But I was like, that's
0: yeah. a pretty good tune. I appreciate that. Yeah. I was a little worried that would happen because... You know, the visual that you get before he starts to sing mm-hmm. Throws you off a little bit Yeah And I think that maybe primed you to not like it And then the verses aren't as compelling yeah. as that As that high note that he hits Yeah, yes But maybe once you had heard that Then you knew to expect that Yes And you could you could take the whole sonic palette I could, I could hear the whole song yeah. in, a, in a different light and I was
1: like, "Oh, this is actually this is actually pretty good." Good. Uh, yeah, and I, it's funny too because when I knew it was coming up, I'm like, "I'm going to skip this." And I was like, <laughs> "No, no, 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 no! Don't don't skip it! Don't
0: skip it! Let's hear it again." And then I was
1: like, "Oh shit, that's actually pretty good." Yeah.
0: So good for Orville. Good for you uh, for your open mind. New things. Twenty Twenty. New Kirk. Yeah, I yeah. don't. know. Maybe I'll give another listen to Falling Slowly. <laughs> Doubtful. No, because I had heard that. Before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hey, let's get right back into the swing of Don't At Me Don't At Me Don't At Me Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the mini-episode when Kirk and I each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music But we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us Don't Would you like to start the new year off with your Don't At
1: I'll go second. You want to go second? Sure, why
0: not? Um, Here's mine. Now that 2019 is over, I want to state for the record that you and I keep (laughs) that I still think the Boy Boy West Coast You Was At The Club is a better record than Lil Nas X's Old Town Road. Don't at me. What is the first song? You Was At The Club by the Boy Boy West Coast. I have no idea what that is. So that was another... Dumb hip-hop record yeah. that's, that was like this homemade thing that this mm-hmm. guy uh, put on TikTok and that mm-hmm. became sort of a, a meme okay. and, that, and went viral because he put it on TikTok okay. or someone used it on TikTok. Yeah. And then he ended up he ended up getting a record deal off of it and making it like oh, an shit. official music video for the full version of the song and all that. And it it didn't do anything. It went nowhere. Okay. It, it only stayed like a joke. Oh, really? And Lil Nas X got popular because he put Old Town Road on TikTok, and that's how it started. Yeah. And that became like the biggest, the biggest record song. of 2019, yeah. and he's a star now. Yeah. I still like You Was at the Club at Old Town
1: Road. <laughs> yeah. I like the title, You Was at the Club. Yeah. That's a good title. Yeah. I have no, I gotta go look this up. I have no knowledge of this song.
0: Maybe, maybe you do and you're not connecting it. I feel like it was so, it's in the spring. It was okay. earlier in the year. It's I have to check it out. ubiquitous. I can't add you because I, even though I don't know the song, you're, like, you're right. Yeah. You're right because uh, Old Town Road sucks. Yeah, I'm not a fan. No, not a fan Nor of Old I. Town Road. Nor I. But as I've said before, and I said it in a Don't Add Me, like. I think Lil Nas X is great and, uh, you know, I don't like everything, but I'm all for his success. We can like a person and not like their their music. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I mentioned at the time, but you remember Soldier Boy? Yeah. When he came out like 10 years ago and there was that first record that was awful and I hated it. And yeah. I was like, Soldier Boy's the worst thing to happen to hip hop. And, yeah. and then the second Soldier Boy single came out, I was like, I like this one. And, was, <laughs> and then okay. the third one came out I was like, this one's fun too. <laughs> yeah, I like this <just> <laughs> too. So, I guess I like Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to say it. Yeah. So I'm not writing little Nazis nice no. no. For now though, you don't like Not it. if yeah. Well it doesn't help when you put Billy Ray Cyrus. No, I a
1: hundred percent agree.
0: hundred percent. Well it helped sales. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Mine for the new decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, 80s heart is just as good and in some ways better than 70s heart. Don't at
0: me. That's a real Kirk. Don't at <laughs> <have> me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying 70s heart is bad. No, I understand. They're I understand.
1: good. Yeah. But 80s heart is just as good. Okay. I, I would put up, listen, I'm not a huge heart fan. I only know the hits. Same. So. So when I'm talking 70s heart, I'm saying Magic Man and Barracuda. Exactly. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And those are jams. They're awesome. They're great. Yeah. But so is 80s heart, These Dreams, and Never. Now, granted, they have a song. All I want to do is make love to you. That's really bad. <laughs> but those two songs, I'm like,
0: those are good. Those we, are good. You know, we talked about Cheap Trick uh, a few Don't mm-hmm. at me's ago. And I acknowledge that their '80s comeback is terrible yeah. and doesn't compare. Was it the flame and yeah, the the, ball- the ballads? Yeah, I'm not there for it. Now I think I don't think '70s Heart is as good as '70s Cheap Trick, mm-hmm. and I don't think '80s Heart is as bad as '80s Cheap Interesting. Trick. Interesting, but I kind of think of them in the same way. <laughs> I, I can see that. Yeah,
1: I can see that. Yeah. Also, from a business standpoint, Bravo Heart. Because they made so much money, more money in the 80s doing... Were they that big in the 80s? They were huge. Like it was weird. Because you kind of knew them in the 70s because like, oh, there's this kind of hard rock uh, duo named Hard. They had these big songs and then they were gone for like five or six years. Yeah. It was mid 80s and you're like, whoa, they have a whole new look, a whole new sound and they're like bigger hits.
0: I remember the videos and I just remember a lot of like hair and a lot of backlighting. And, and it was
1: like the paisley jackets and it very, yeah, with yeah. the sleeves pushed up and yeah. it's great. It was good times. <laughs> good times. Yeah,
0: not mad at it, but I don't quite agree with okay. your, uh, with your opinion. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now it's time for trading card corner. Oh,
1: no. Shit.
0: Yes. Oh, uh, I want to give it a start the decade. This is the part of the mini episode when we open sealed packs of vintage music related trading cards. There aren't a lot of vintage music related trading cards, so we don't do this very often. Oh, this is exciting. This is very special. Because we don't do it very often. I know. Uh, you know, we just had the holidays. Yeah. It's a time when you get gifts. Oh. I was given a pack, one pack. We have one pack. Ooh, okay. Of trading cards from 1993. I did not know that this... I didn't know was that late. ...set of cards existed. Uh-huh. This is the American Bandstand... Oh! ...trading cards. Yeah! By... By... Uh, Collect-A-Card Corp. Oh, From 1993. Sure. There are eight cards in here. Oh. We're gonna... This is a sealed pack. We're this gonna craft, crack exciting. this open. We're each gonna randomly draw... Four cards. Each. I'm
1: very excited. I put a bunch of my cards up in my office. On my you pin wall. them up? Pin
0: them up. All right. So I have a bunch of them. I don't know what to expect from this because, unlike every other set we've done, except for Duran Duran, Yeah, I didn't know these existed and I never you know, had them as a kid, so I don't yeah. really know what we're going to get. I'm
1: way shocked that it's that 93. It feels like that's almost by the 80s, the cards would be
0: passe. I feel like you think that because you were... Because I was like 23. Then. Yeah. I mean, the, the early 90s were my peak of card collecting. That's true. That's very, very true. Um, so, yeah. There's a chance that we might get like a signed card in Ooh. Here. You know, the little gimmicky. There's a special. This is good. Special Way cards. cool. Uh, it's been a while. I don't think we've done this since uh, your birthday. No. In April, I don't think so either. Ran ran. Oh. Okay. These are upside down. I'm oh, just going to fan them out. I'll yeah. let you choose first. Okay. pick this
1: one right here. And All this right. is The Crystals.
0: Ooh, good one. That I, In my head, though, this would be – I thought this was going to be from the 90s. Oh, no. The cards are from the 90s, but it's still – Oh, this it's, is good. It's, it's vintage 50s.
1: Yes. 60s, uh, the Crystals hit the charts in 1961 with their first single, There's No Other Like My Baby. Then came uh, such all-time favorites as He's a Rebel, The Do Run Run, great song. Sure. And then He Kissed Me, better song. Yeah. By s- 1973, D.D. Kennebrew was the only remaining original member of the group. Mm. Today, sh- today, today 1993, yeah. along with Darlene Davis and Reckla Ford, continued to perform and tour internationally. Oh, look at that.
0: Can I see the picture on
1: it? Yeah. Oh, there's a trivia question, too, afterwards. Oh, ooh. Yeah. We got some extra trivia in there. Yes. Thanks. This is going to be some good trivia for you. Okay. Trivia question: <clears throat> Laughter in the Rain was a number one hit for the artist in nineteen seventy five. His name is A. Billy Joel, B. Jim Stafford, C. Neil Sedaka. Uh, I'm gonna it's total guess. I'm just gonna guess Neil Sedaka. That is correct. All right. I mean, I knew that, but the the answers on a different card. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But that was right. That's like his big song. So if we don't know these, we're going oh, yeah, to just have to just wither on the vine. Yeah, yeah. all right.
0: Uh, I choose this card. It is Debbie Boone. Oh, shit. Oh, the card that lights up your life. <laughs> That's right. Only song I know of. Yeah, well, it's the only song anyone knows of Debbie Boone. Uh, with the phenomenal success of You Light Up My Life in 1977, Debbie Boone burst into the spotlight. It was the top-selling single for... That was the top-selling single of the whole year. I heard that. It was like the biggest song ever. The year when you got punk and disco's going on and Elvis Costello puts his first record out. (sighs) Yeah. That's the 70s for you. That sums it up right now. (laughs) It was the top-selling single for that year and held the number one position on the Billboard charts for 10 consecutive weeks. That's so long. A record for a female artist. And it's... an atrocious song, horrible song. Except when Patti Smith does it. Debbie received a Grammy Award for Best New Artist and won the American Music Award for Favorite Pop Single. Since then, she's received two more Grammys and been nominated for six more. Whoa. As an actress, she's starred in numerous TV and stage productions. She has also written three best-selling children's books. First American Bandstand Appearance, September 24th, 1977. Biggest hit, You Light Up My Life. Trivia question... This artist appeared on American Bandstand in March 1984 and sang her hit, Girls Just Want to Have Fun." Her name is A, Whitney Houston, C, Madonna, (laughs) or B, Cyndi Lauper. A, Whitney Houston. Uh, I don't know. It says answer on card we'll back seventy two, so we'll never, we'll know. never know. who will never know. We sang girls. I'm just just gonna just assume I'm one. right that Whitney yeah. Houston sang girls just it. It's a nice, nice uh, action shot of Debbie Boone. Oh really, uh, yeah, really belting it in, out. Inner feelings. Yeah. you light up my life. Oh. I assume that's what she's singing. I mean, what what else, what she singing. She has nothing else. Did, it doesn't. I love. Um. It doesn't mention on the card that she's Pat Boone's daughter. She let it lets oh, her be yeah. her own self. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I brought it up because I'm a shit. All right, choose All right. your next
1: card, Greg. I'm gonna go here. All right. Oh, shit. You get? Wayne you get? Newton. Oh, God. That's a good picture, though. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Wayne Newton is not only an artist, he's the consummate entertainer. Wow, big words. The best of the best. Yeah bringing energy and enthusiasm that permeates every aspect of his multifaceted career. This copy is already way better than the new kids on the (laughs) phone.
0: Oh, God, yeah.
1: (laughs) He began singing at the age of six. Now, the king of Las Vegas is a fine actor with many films and TV credits. He He records, tours the nation, and headlines 20 weeks a year at the Las Vegas Hilton, as well as 20 weeks a year at the Wayne Newton Theater in Branson, Missouri. Oh, Branson. Yep. He has received numerous awards and honors for citizenship, Patriotism, and Public Service. First appearance on Bandstand, 1963, March 22nd. Biggest hit, Daddy, Don't You Walk So Fast. I don't know that. right, (coughs) Trivia question. In the early days, there was a half-hour show inserted in AB's time slot called Who Do You Trust? It was hosted by A, Johnny Carson, B, Merv Griffin, C,
0: Steve Allen. It's got to be Merv Griffin, but we don't know. I'm almost positive it was Merv Griffin. Murf, yeah, Griffin. Yeah. Merv Griffin. I'm almost positive. Yeah. No. Yeah. I have to look it up I'm later. i just going to say you're right. That card gave me a great idea for a future episode. Please. The episode's theme is Branson, and we cover artists who have, you know, who perform oh, in Branson, Missouri. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes, Paul.
1: Oh my God. No one will be happy. <laughs> Oh, that is a great idea.
0: Um, (laughs) It's a great, horrible idea. I'm so glad that's been recorded (laughs) for posterity. All right. uh, I choose this card. I got Bill Doggett. No idea who he is. Uh, Neither do I. All right. Looks like a keyboard player from the 50s. Yeah, like a jazz pianist. Let's find out about who he was. And we'll be embarrassed for our ignorance. Bill Honky Tonk Doggett began his career in 1933. On June 16th, 1956, he recorded Honky Tonk Parts 1 and 2 for King Records. It became the biggest R&B song of all time, and certainly the one... I think at the time, Yeah, Not of all time. Yeah. Uh, That would probably be Pony by Genuine. Yeah, of course. At least in our hearts. It became the biggest R&B song of all time, and certainly the one song that many rock and roll songs of the 50s was based on. Were based on. Yeah, I was about to say, come on, people. (sighs) He has recorded two copy editors <laughs> with a podcast. Yep. He has recorded 30 albums on King Records, three for Columbia Records, and three on Warner Brothers Records. He's won numerous music industry awards and continues to tour nationally while performing in over 200 dates per year. First AB appearance, February 27th, 1961. Biggest hit, Honky Tonk, Part 1 and 2. I don't know. I don't know this guy. I feel like I kind of should know At least. one of those name. things if we hear it, we say, oh, that song. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Embarrassed to say I don't know it. Trivia question. When American Bandstand became a national TV show in 1957, the most popular fast dance was... A. The Twist. B. The Jitterbug. C. The Shuffle. Oh, it's got to be The Twist. Well, it wouldn't be The Jitterbug, because The Jitterbug
1: is like the uh, 40s.
0: Oh okay, yeah, that's the stuff that you and is the yeah. shuffle. I really know what, the, what the, shuffle the shuffle is,
1: so yeah. I'm I going with the, the twist. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. It's reasonable. Yeah. Here's, okay. here's you know what's interesting is like
0: if you're a kid in 1993 and you got these cards, you'd be like, "What the fuck? These this is something for your dad who takes you to the comic and card convention on a Saturday because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's a good dad and he has to suffer through it. it's <laughs> Something for him to buy for himself. Yeah, it's for him. It yeah. really is for yeah. him. That makes sense." All right, the third card is...
1: Ooh, the four lads. Oh, look the at these four guys. four lads. Look at these Joe bags of donuts.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I love uh, doo-wop group yeah. names. The four lads met at St. Michael's Choir School in Toronto, Canada, and discovered they enjoyed singing together while studying voice at the academy. The group launched their singing career in 1950 under the direction of Mitch Miller, who put them on the million-selling Johnny Ray record, Cry. <coughs> And a Little White Cloud That Cried. Hmm. Soon, the four lads signed a recording contract and released their first gold recording in 1955. Their million-selling records include Moments to Remember, No Not Much, and Standing on the Corner. They continue to perform in concerts worldwide. Nope. <laughs> uh, March 11, 1958 is their first appearance, biggest hit Moments to Remember. Trivia question. A style of music known as doo-wop was popular in <laughs> the 60s. B in the seventies, C in the early eighties. Early eighties.
0: Yep, hundred percent irrefutable. <laughs> <laughs> four lads. The four lads. Was that was the duet parody group on SCTV? The five neat uh, guys. <laughs> five neat guys. They must have seen the Four Lads and yeah, heard of yeah. the Four Lads. And yeah. <laughs> All right. That's funny. I choose this card from the middle, and I got the early days. Oh, I see this is a picture of uh, oh, that's that's nice. of bandstand kids yeah. dancing. I'm going to find out a little bit about American Bandstand right now. The photo on the front is a familiar scene from the early days of American Bandstand at WFIL in Philadelphia. The set was much smaller than it appeared on television. Note the banners that were used in those days as decorations on the wall. Can you see them?
1: Oh, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I
0: see musical notes and stuff, yeah. yeah. And how about those bobby socks the girls are wearing? wear? <laughs> uh, kids at home often took pictures of their TV screen when their favorite couples were dancing. Ooh, wow, times change. Yeah, right. Uh, kids taking pictures of things other than themselves. Yeah, Can right? you even imagine? Yes. <laughs> they knew. They'd mail them into the kids on American Bandstand. Oh my God. Or, or tape them to the mirror in their rooms. Trivia question. The Motown sounds... Ooh. Was created in what city? (laughs) A. Chicago. B. New York. C. Los Angeles. D. Detroit. C. Detroit. I lied. I wish these were our trivia pursuit questions. They're easier than trivia pursuit. so much. But then some of them are like, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Motown. Okay. Last one. Two cards less is your last (sighs) one. I'm going to go with this one. Okay.
1: Ooh, look at this handsome young man. Who's this? Johnny... Tillotson. Johnny yeah.
0: Tillotson. I think we, we pulled our stars too early. Yeah, to oh boy. The, uh, the B team. By
1: the time he was 16, Johnny Tillotson had his own TV show and was recording for Cadence Records. He had 14 top 40 hits to his credit, wow. including such classics as Poetry in Motion, Send Me That Pillow That You Dream On. Oh, I know that song. That's creepy. Yeah. Uh, Without You and Talk Back to... Trembling Lips? (laughs) Whoosh! He recently received the BMI Millionaire Millionaire Award for over one million airplays on radio for He Keeps Right on a Hurting, which was recorded by Elvis. Other awards include two Grammy Awards nominations, two BMI Songwriting Awards, and Japan's Mount Fuji Award. Nice. First appearance, September 24th, 1958. Biggest poetry in motion? Trivia question. American Bandstand became a once-a-week Saturday show in 1972, 1977,
0: 1963. I don't, I don't know. I mean, was it on every day before that? Yeah, was it? Yeah. I've got to
1: think 63.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> it was on every day for a long time. And then yeah. convert to weekly? until I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. Look it up later. Yeah. good it I don't know why I know the song Send Me the Pill That You Dream of. I feel like it was used in a movie or TV show or something. Or like, I don't know, like it's in a John Waters movie or something like that. Long, weird title. The last card. Mm. Another handsome devil. Bobby Rydell. Hey, guy I know. I know Bobby Rydell. I I feel like I know the name, but I I can't place it. So let's find out. Bobby Rydell is considered to be one of the best performers to come out of the rock and roll era. After breaking into rock and roll as a teen idol, he went on to star in the film Bye Bye Birdie, okay, with Anne margaret They did not hyphenate Anne margarets name on this. Ooh. Another mistake. Yeah. In addition, he made numerous appearances on major television shows such as The Red Skelton Show and The Ed Sullivan Show. Today, he continues to tour the U.S. as well as England, Australia, and Japan in concerts. Uh, First AB appearance, March 20th, 1959, biggest hit. Wild One and Valare? Valare, yep. Trivia question. After a performance on American Bandstand in the early days of the show, an artist would often be seen A. At the autograph table B. In the bleachers or C. Taking phone calls. Oh, I think he's taking phone calls. We we watched... I can't yeah. remember if we... We watched something like did that. Did it on the show We did it on the show. It was when... Uh, some girl was interviewing yes. Captain Beefheart. Yes. Because they had a hit with Diddy Wah Diddy yeah. like early on. So I feel like that would be it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was the last card. That was great. So that wraps up another trading card court. Oh, wait. No, it doesn't. Because these are trading cards. Oh, yeah. That's right. And we got to trade. Whew. I'll give you the first option. I will if trade. If you want any of mine. I will trade. Yeah. Wayne Newton. For Bobby
1: Rydell, you're going to get rid of Wade Newton. I'm going to get Wade Newton because for the Bobby Rydell, I'll I'll, I'll make that trade. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I, I, I might give this to my this one to my stepdad. And uh, who else do you have? Man? I got uh, I got I got good old Johnny Tillotson. <laughs> I got the four lads. Yeah,
0: and I got the crystals. Uh, yeah, I think I, I'm going to stand. You're going to stick? Yeah, I like what right. we got. I, I, I'm glad that I got Wayne Newton out of the deal. I'm glad that you didn't take the four lads because that I, just makes me laugh. I mean, I the you got, I think, the best card with the crystals. I'm not going to take it away from that, that is like a really good, that's like a legit. Good yeah, card. that's that's the only yeah. artist of all of these who I'd listen to by choice. Agreed. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> agree. Although, you know, I like Wayne Newton doing Daka Shayton because of his oh, appearance God, and Ferris Bueller. That's right. Yeah. That's
1: the only thing I know his music from. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you have the crystals. And I got Debbie Boone. You this is going it. up. I'm bringing this to work. Yeah, you I go. I have no decorations at my desk at work. I think it'll be really funny if all I have is a trading card with Debbie yeah. Boone
1: on it. And then the, you just like, yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, do
0: I, not. Just you, total you, deadpan
1: it Yeah, for anyone who asks.
0: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I just celebrate. celebrated my the world's biggest Debbie Boone fan. <laughs> now that's it for another trading card corner. And it's time... For the music trivia quiz proper, the one that counts... Yes! You don't get any points for the ones that we just answered. No. And neither do I. This is the part of the mini-episode when Kirk and I ask each other questions from the music-themed expansion pack for the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, 35 years ago. 35 years ago. So all of the questions are, from, uh, are about music from before 1985... Which makes it pretty challenging. Really challenging. Last time we played, Kirk won. Yes, I ran his, the board. His current winning streak stands at one. Yeah. So, so now you Try go trying to build. First. Yes, I go yes. first. You go first. I'm gonna take. That's my card. All All right there. Right there. Right, right
1: All right. First of the year. First of the decade. Cover notes. Hmm. What label released Rolling Stone? L. El- I'm sorry. What label released Rolling Stone's LPs in North America from 64 to 69? I was
0: going to say DECA. DECA. Or is that's the UK. It's London. London? Yeah. Oh, okay. I
1: didn't know London was a label. Did you? Uh,
0: I feel like I can picture the logo. Okay.
1: Mom, what starstruck song notes, you've opened heaven's portal here on earth for this poor mortal? What... Starstruck song notes. Quote, You've opened heaven's portal here on earth for this poor mortal. That's a horrible That's lyric. Heavy lyrics. Heaven's
0: portal. That's <laughs> yeah. not. Doesn't sound popular. Portal
1: and mortal. Uh, yes, they rhyme, <laughs> but I, I don't want that. Starry eyes. That is. You are my lucky star. Okay. Bad guess. Fifties. What number sees Elvis plead that he doesn't want to be your tiger? That's in... I'll Shook Up. No. No, okay. What?
0: Let Me Be Your Teddy Bear. Oh, of course. Of course. The song that the guys used to sing to Michelle on Full House. Ew, really? Yeah, yeah. it was her lullaby. They would do like a doo version of it. That show's fucked. Okay, but I was in first grade when it was Fair on. enough. So I was the target audience. Fair I'm enough. I'm not ashamed that I okay. know Full House. Dreams. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> All right, 60s. What platter has Patty Page admonishing,
0: Charlotte, don't you cry? Good God, this is a... Wow, I don't want to get... I don't want to start the new year off with a, with a zero.
1: What platter has Patty Page admonishing, Charlotte, don't you cry? I'm just going to say, Charlotte, don't you cry. Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte. Okay. <clears throat> After Beatles... I only got two more, right? I only got two more.
0: Man, I'm not even going to make parts. It's possible.
1: Uh, who took a run at the charts with a disco version of Frankie Avalon's Venus?
0: <sighs> um, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Do you want kind of a hint? No, no hints. Okay. No All hints. right. I want it clean. All right. Uh, Frankie Avalon oh okay yeah yeah, yeah sure <laughs> alright anything goes oh man if that. you get this I'd be like holy god you're a genius because yeah. I don't even know what this question means what did Flat and Scruggs doff when it was him time on their TV show
0: fair hats Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What else can you doff? I just didn't know what flattened scrubs were. They, they were like a country duo. Flat oh, and okay. There you go. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank God. <laughs> I've never been so happy to only get one. Yeah. When it's Ugh. the last one that yeah. you're happy for. Oh boy. It. Well, I feel like uh, you have a streak to build. Well, you we know. your game to lose. Man. Anything can happen. But at least you can shut me out. Choose your card. Good Choose boy. more wisely than I do. i just going to go here because right. you never know. I just oh, want to tie. I mean, you got to give me for the first for one. Good. So, tie it right away. What Iron Butterfly epic runs 17 minutes?
1: Oh, uh, uh, oh, shit. Uh, uh, I have it in my head, but You're I'm like, it? I'm second guessing myself. Inagata De Vida. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. I thought my, were, I thought you were gonna drop it. No, well. I knew it, but then I was like, is that Iron Butterfly? I couldn't remember if that was Iron Butterfly. Oh, I feel like you're gonna get
0: get this whole card. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be six to one. What singer trumpeter popularized scat singing when he for, forgot lyrics in nineteen twenty
1: seven? Uh 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 Holy shit. Um It's the trumpet thing that's throwing me off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Read it one more time. Yeah.
0: What singer-trumpeter popularized scat singing when he forgot lyrics in 1927? Duke Ellington? He was a piano player.
1: Scatman Crothers? (laughs) He was an actor.
0: (laughs) Louis Armstrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. All right. 1950s. What DJ's birthday in 1958 drew Sal Mineo, Little Anthony, and Connie Francis?
1: Okay. I have two in my head. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm just going to say Dick Clark. Correct. Yes. Win. Say- <laughs> Yay! You win.
0: The, was back say- ha- the back half's an expo, expo mission. Expo mission. What were you going to say? Wolfman Jack?
1: No. For a second, I was like, oh, could it be Alan Freed? But, oh, yeah.
0: That would have been a good guess. What... I, what's Iron Butterfly's Inagata Devita supposed to mean? In the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Yeah. It's par, That's par for you. Uh, this is probably the only one you're not going to get. All right. If If I can judge it. What color is Prince's Minneapolis house?
1: <laughs> Purple. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I was joking on that dumb question. Sorry, it's
0: actually lavender. Um,
1: it's mauve.
0: <laughs> so, no. Uh, four. So, pretty strong mm-hmm. card for you. Pretty easy card I yeah. but... <laughs> You're mad. Anything... <laughs> that was a challenging card. <laughs> Anything goes. Who was Franz Joseph Haydn's most talented counterpoint student in 1793? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even get a multiple choice for that. Uh, Mozart. The other one. Beethoven. There you it go. always happens. <laughs> it
1: always fucking happens with this. It's either one or the other.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. What are you complaining about? I you won. You won I, four I'm to getting one. Getting the streak going. A streak of two games. Yay. Congratulations. Way to start the new year. And the new decade. Yes. But that's it
1: for the mini episode. Bye. Bye.